I can't believe that I am back, finally back, recording this bloody podcast. Well, I can't wait for you to hear the rest of Series 1, and I'll be bringing you that from October. So I've got some great new interviews coming up, and I just think it's going to be a really fun part too. So I can't wait for you to hear that. So you haven't got long to wait, just a couple more weeks, and then the series will be out. But I wanted to record a special little episode today, because... I've got a little project that I've been working on for the last six months and, well, I'm putting it out there, which is quite a scary thing. So I've had like a running joke with John for about 10 years that I'm going to record an album. And guess what? I've bloody gone and done it. I've recorded an album. And so what I wanted to do was just have a little bit of a behind the scenes explanation of my album and what it's about and sort of step through a few of the tracks so you can have a little preview before it is released. So I started this album in lockdown and yeah, it was a really crazy time and I was recording music with Alex. You know all about it because you've heard the other episodes where I talk about it and start sharing music. Anyway, it just was going to be a little EP And then I just started building more and more songs. In fact, I had about 25 songs at the end and I decided just to cut them down to 11 songs that I really loved and I just wanted to share. And so let's get into it. So for some of you who have seen the digital booklet and the artwork um, that I put together for the album, you'll notice that I don't actually look like that anymore. (laughs) And it's a lot of photos from me when I lived in London uh, and it's a long time ago and I purposely did that. And the reason being was this album is actually about that time in my life. So the whole of this album is about that time in in my life. And uh, yeah, for me, whilst there were some really great times, I really wanted to write about some of them darker, more personal moments. And uh, yeah, just put them into my music. And it's kind of a bit like therapy for me. I can kind of let some of them things go now. And uh, yeah, we don't have to talk about them. And so... The reason why that came about was when I started writing music for Alex, I started um, going through my little book of lyrics and things. We've spoke about this before. And uh, yeah, the more I delved into that, the more I sort of started opening up and looking at more things at that time in my life. And I realized I was such a different person then. Um, I felt very differently about things. I would react differently about things. And it was really interesting for me to sort of look back, you know, 15, 10, 15 years later um, and really look at myself then. So that's why I decided to base this album on that period in my life. And yeah, there's not much more into it than that. I'm going to step through each track. You can hear a little bit of a preview of the tracks. 
I'm not going to explain everything and what every song is about, um, just because some of it is is extremely personal. And uh, yeah, I don't want to upset anybody that hears or not, or make people laugh, I don't know. So um, I'm just going to give you a basic outline and a bit of background of how I put the song together and things like that. Anyway, let's get into the songs. Often we get into these relationships and we forget who we are. We abandon our friends and we abandon our family and then people that really love us. So the first track you hear on the album is a foreword. Now this was like my little intro to the album and a lot of this album is actually based upon a big relationship that I had in London for about four years and um, yeah I wanted this this piece of um, vo- voice you hear the reason it's all distorted and all weird was actually it was a recording I found from about eight nine years ago so right at the start of me moving back this little piece of recording um, was just on my hard drive on my file which I've had for years and years and years and so I really liked it and I thought Felt like it summed up a lot of the album and it was a good place to start. And so I decided to take that and put some music behind that. Now, most of the tracks on the album have all been produced by me, written by me. And uh, yeah, so the the music that you hear in the background in this song was uh, written and produced by me. And uh, yeah, I just put this little thing together and I thought this was a really good place to start. It was a good start point for my so the first proper song you hear on the album is a song called this love and i bloody love this song so this song actually um the lyrics from this song um i wrote a long time ago pretty much everything else on the album was written in the last six months apart from this song this song was written a while ago and um, this is one of three songs that I didn't create or didn't produce. So um, there's an artist called Kane, and he writes music for people and puts songs, puts together instrumentals for people. You're allowed to use them. You're allowed to create your own songs. And I'm not the best person at creating dance music, and I really wanted something funky and... Yeah, I don't know if funky is the right word, but I wanted something that was really cool and just very simple. And the lyrics, I was going to add more to the lyrics. I was going to add a second verse. I was going to change the way that things were with them. But they were from that point in my life and I didn't want to change them. And also, um, I've been listening to a lot of dance music when uh, I started putting this album together. I listen to a lot of chart music at the moment, a lot of dance music. And actually, a lot of it is quite repetitive. So it's a very small segment of singing, but obviously I repeat it. I, um, yeah, I spent quite a bit of time on this song because I didn't create the music. I actually worked really hard at actually producing the vocal sound and doing the sound effects and making it sound really quirky and different. Um, So yeah, here is a little snippet of it. This is um, This Love. love. 
The next song on the album uh, is called Be Myself. This was a pure pop tune. I actually um, wrote this uh, on just a pure pop tune. I just wanted to create a really fun pop tune um, as I'd already at this point released Fuck You and that was a quite a fun pop tune. I wanted to emulate that and do another kind of fun pop tune. So what you'll find is the beginning of the album is quite light, quite poppy and then as we go further on into the end of the album it gets a bit deeper and a bit darker and there's different sort of sounds and different genres I play with. But Be Myself again was the second song on the album I didn't produce the instrumental to that. Um, again, I just worked on the fun little vocal things um, and just made sure that sounded really fun and uplifting. Um, but I love this song. And really, this song is a little bit of a reflection looking back at myself saying, you know, doesn't matter what people want you to be. I always had this perception in my life a long time ago that I always had to be what people wanted me to be. And uh, yeah, I say that quite a bit in the song. And the whole point is, I don't need to be that. I can just be myself. And um, when I used to live in London, um, you know, I used to be uh, quite slim. And I used to, you know, especially when I was single, I thought it'd be really cool to sort of, you know, people to be attracted to me that's what you do so I always used to try and form this person that wasn't me and uh, I thought that's what people wanted me to be and uh, yeah anyway you'll hear that in the song now a lot of you who are on my Facebook have heard a version of this song not the full version but they've heard a demo version of this song earlier on this year I put it out and this is the final version I'll play a little bit show me what you made of Okay, so the next song that we have on the album, track four, is a song called Blind. Uh, this is very self-explanatory when you hear the lyrics. Um, I won't go in too much into the background of it, um, but it, this is all about when I first moved to London um, and I started seeing somebody and, yeah, I can tell you the story. Basically, this person that I thought really liked me actually was with a woman and uh, yeah they were in a quite a serious relationship I didn't realize that I totally I was totally blind she was totally blind um, it wasn't a long thing and uh, yeah we all found out in the end and again this is from being young uh, and a bit inexperienced and a bit naive and moving to London and you know a lot of people promising you the world and making you feel very special and um yeah, this song for me was just, again, a bit of a fun thing. Um, it, it isn't as deep as it probably sounds on the lyrics, um, but I just wanted to embellish it a bit more and make it a bit more tongue-in-cheek. Um, again, this is a very dance track. I, um, I experimented doing something different with my voice on this one. Um, so the chorus, I speak very low and sort of sing very low. 
and uh, yeah I just really wanted to do something completely different and uh, yeah I think this song is is really fun, and uh, I love it. And it's uh, it's a great song. And actually, funny thing is, when I recorded this, um, I recorded like four or five versions uh, of this song with different kind of instrumental sounds and experienced it. One was kind of like a bit of a hip hop version. Um, and in the end result, I just love this. And I just spent a lot of time playing around with the effects of my voice and mixing things and remixing things around. Um, and actually, this ended up almost being like a remix of the original song. Um, but yeah, this was this was super fun to create. And actually, this was one of the final songs um, that I created for the album. Uh, this was one of the last second to last song that I actually made for the album. Boy, you got this really twisted I never thought that love would be this complicated for me This complicated for me This complicated for me She must have been so blind that she didn't see that she was fucking around and cheating on her with me She must have been so blind that she didn't see that she was The next song uh, is Falling, and this is an incredibly personal song to me. Um, this composition for the song, so the piano and the strings and everything like that, took me a, about a month to put together. Um, it doesn't sound it, but it did. It took me a long time. And actually, this was originally a song I wrote uh, when I was writing songs for Alex, uh, which I'm still doing. Um, but yeah, this was one of the songs that I was writing for that project. And I just loved it so much. I had to keep it. And originally... The album is going to be very different. So I was going to put kind of like a Moby style album out where it'd be hardly any singing. It was more instrumentals because I got really into actually making the music, producing it. Uh, and then I just scrapped that idea because I just wanted to sing. And so, uh, yeah, Falling. Falling was actually um, recorded right back at the early stages of this album. Uh, probably recorded this about March. Um end of March, beginning of April time. So when I first went off uh, from work, I started recording this song and I just love it. The instrumental is so cool. And especially when the second verse kicks in, we've got this really like funky bass line, but also it's quite passionate and emotional. Um, and for me, this is again, another really personal song lyric wise. Um, and I just absolutely love this. At some point along the way, I lost who I am. When the lines get blurred, and I know more about you than I do myself, help me. I find it hard to breathe. I feel so uneasy here. I feel so insecure. Slowly I go outside To find this life Things have changed, we're not the same I 
I know that's the next song that's song six now this song was actually the first song I recorded for the album I recorded this uh, actually in 2019 so this was the only song that really was recorded uh, before the album it it is really in demo format I didn't change it from the demo that I recorded I loved it um, and that's the thing with this album uh, I haven't really recorded the album to be perfect singer that's not the whole point of it so some things are slightly off key at times so there's some bum notes in there um, because I did spend a long time at first trying to make everything sound perfect trying to perfect and everything and I can just keep keep doing that and as I've said to many people before I don't really see myself as a massive singer I like to be a songwriter um, and be creative and the whole purpose of this album is to put out my music and in the end I just went with rough things you know if something sounded a bit off but I liked it I kept it. Um, I didn't sort of sit for hours and hours re-recording songs and trying to make songs absolutely perfect. But this song here has no reference to anything in the past. This is the only song that really has no reference to anything in the past. Um, but once I started hearing the lyrics, it really fit in with the album and it fit in with the place where it sits on the album. And uh, yeah, I just really loved it. I thought it was a fun dance song. Now, the only thing I can't remember, this is a bit of the grey area. I can't remember if I actually produced this or not, which sounds really bad because I know I've had the instrumental for this for about eight years, seven, eight years. I think, if I'm correct, I did produce this, but I may be wrong. But anyway, any instrumental that I have used, I'm allowed to use, um, I have rights for, have licenses for, um, you know, I've either purchased or something else. So it's not that I'm doing anything bad. It was just one that when I was recording it, I was like... I can't remember. I mean, I've got vivid memories of making it. I think it was based upon some samples that I had. Um, and I just remixed things around and made it sound like a funky dance song. But yeah, it's a bit of a grey area. But anyway, I love the song and I wanted to keep it on. So I did. So the next song, fuck you, uh, you've all heard this song, and uh, yeah, this this was just a fun, fun time. Actually, this was, um, I recorded this around about my birthday in May, um, and I pretty much just put the song straight out. Um, I loved it, it was really poppy, and at the time I was listening to like a lot of like uh, Craig David and Justin Bieber and things like that. I mean, I know my music taste is a little bit uh, choicy. But um, yeah, this was just a really, really fun song. But actually, the meaning behind this song um, is actually a kind of fingers up 
uh, to a lot of the people that I used to kind of hang around with at one point in my life who aren't here anymore, aren't around anymore. And then people had their perceptions of me and what they wanted me to be. And it is a little bit like, well, fuck you. I am me now. Um, yeah, so it sounds all a bit samey, doesn't it? All the themes of the songs. But uh, I, I can guarantee in my head, the lyrics and the songs are very different things. But yeah, fuck you was just like, fuck you. And uh, yeah, I love it. I loved making it. I love recording it. I had so much fun. Um, and there was another version I recorded actually that I didn't put out. So I cleaned up all the lyrics. I made it sound really cool. And it just kind of lost its bit of its fun. It sounded a bit too structured and a bit too serious. So anyway, I kept the rougher version because I just thought, yeah, that that's what you're going for on the album. And uh, yeah, this is exactly the single that I released. Um, and yeah, I love it. So uh, yeah, I hope you like enjoyed it. Can you play a good game? I had to change the way I saw myself looking right back at me. Fuck you, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. So the next song on the album is a song called Remember Me. This song is pretty personal. Um, it's it's about losing people that you love. And uh, yeah, I've lost a lot of people along the way. And at the time in London, I actually lost a very good friend of mine uh, who passed uh, due to cancer and a, a young age. And I kind of wanted to write a little something for her, but I didn't want it to be a direct quoting her name or so it incorporates a lot of her, the feelings that I have from losing that person, uh, that friend, that close person in my life. And yeah, it, it was quite an emotional song. And I wrote this, um, I wrote this again around about the time of uh, writing Fuck You. And it was actually a time when I was really reflecting on people who sort of used to be really in my life and really prominent in my life and this was one person actually that I could always really rely on um, and it, it was the hardest blow because you know the one person who I'd still want around today would have been this person and unfortunately she's no longer with us anyway she'd probably laugh at it and take the piss out of me for writing it so uh so yeah it was kind of also as well uh, a bit funny knowing that that um yeah anyway so this is the song remember me and when i recorded this song i recorded this song as a dance song and you won't know it and when people listen to it they'll probably listen to the first 10 minutes 10 minutes 30 seconds of it and think oh it's a really slow ballad but it doesn't it has a really dance influence bit right at the end uh, it goes into a bit of drum and bass and uh, I got that actual um, influence from listening to an album called This Delicate Thing That We Made and that's by um, Darren Hayes you would have known him from Savage Garden uh, but he's like another little pop artist that I really like and his music is actually very similar to my music um, you know he's not it's not Savage Garden sounding spit my words out his solo music is a bit like mine he'll he'll try a bit of pop he'll try a bit of rock he'll try a bit of dance 
And it's all a bit strange and a bit weird uh, and a bit fun and a bit experimental. And yeah, so um, that's why I wrote this song. And I took a lot of influence from him. And, you know, you should go check that album out. Um, It's really, really great. It's a double album. And uh, yeah, it's brilliant. It's just one of my favourite all-time pop albums ever. Um, Yeah, but I took a lot of influence from him. I love you Never forget When times are hard and I am far away I'll be near Right by your side When you're all alone And feel like no one cares Remember me This next song is extremely personal, so I'm not going to go into the reasons why uh, I wrote it. But um, yeah, this was a fun song. So the style of this song. So this is the third song that wasn't produced uh, by me. And uh, yeah, the style of it was really, really different. And uh, one of my influences for this was listening to a lot of things from like Boy George. Um, He uses a lot of like choirs and people like that. So I worked quite hard at spending a lot of time building up a very uh, quiet melody of everything in the background. And I really was focusing on layering my voice um, in the background. So you'll hear a lot of my voices um, on the songs, but they are quite quiet. But I I love this song. Um, This song is really different from anything else um, I did on the album. Well, this was the first one that was a little bit different. And uh, yeah, it really pushed me out of the comfort zone. It is not a type of song that I would normally sing, not a type of song I would normally write. And uh, yeah, I wrote this um, song probably about June, July time. And uh, yeah, I just wanted to create something completely different. And I absolutely love it. I love it. It's just so different to my music. It doesn't feel like I'm listening to me singing the song. Um, And I think that's why I just really love it. It's just something completely different sounding. Anyway, it still has a bit of the Michael Pop element in it. So um, yeah, this is a little bit of that song. Let me tell my own story Let me write the rules Let me find my own corner I wouldn't do this to you So don't let me down One more time This is my life, you're fucking with Try to blame you. So this song here, Fronting, this is extremely personal to me. And um, this song was um, 
my attempt at trying a bit of rock. Um, but I wanted to do it a bit different and a bit weird. And yeah, front end, this song is um, for me one of my favourite songs. It's my second favourite song on the album. I love it. Um, it. It is quite pitchy, uh, we, we, you know, and I did that on purpose. I did not want this to sound vocally perfect um, because when I was actually recording this song, uh, a lot of the time I was screaming or shouting to record it. I mean, the neighbours must have loved me. And you will hear at some points, I mean, I did have to cut it out, but I'd do a vocal that I thought was really, really good. Uh, and then in the background, you'd hear Precious Meowing because every time I'd scream or shout or do that kind of loud thing, she'd always get really concerned and think I was ill <laughs> or in pain. And uh, yeah, so she would always kind of run to me and be like, are you okay? Uh, well, she didn't say she's okay because she's a cat. But anyway, this song is really, really different. And uh, I'll play you a little bit of the bridgey bit uh, where it goes a bit funky. Anyway, um, I love it. This song is called Fronting. last song with my vocals on the album is a song called Point of Trust. This to me is my favourite, favourite song on the album. 100% this is my favourite song. This is the song I enjoyed recording the most. It's the one I think that suited my voice the most. Um, I absolutely loved making this song. And this song was actually the last song that I recorded. So... I was about to put this album out about two weeks ago and uh, yeah, I just had a day where I was getting a bit frustrated from studying and everything else and I was just like, oh, right, I'm going to write a song, I'm going to take the day off, I'm going to write a song and I wrote this song and I friggin' love it. Uh, it's quite poppy um, and it's quite uh, emotional but I, I absolutely love it and this song is called Point of Truth and this is about... Um, when you're in a relationship or in a friendship and things just aren't what they're supposed to be and it's about getting to that point of that truth and I just love it I absolutely love it and I hope you guys like it um, again it's all subjective some of you might like other songs over others but this to me is my favorite song on the album in fact um, if I uh, start recording I want to start another project eventually and uh yeah i would make it a bit more like this song i think but anyway this is point of truth It's just 
these experiences, I wouldn't be who I am today. So finally, the last song on the album is Love. So Love is an instrumental I wrote. I wrote it for my husband. Um, I couldn't write a ballad of a love song because he would laugh um, I would laugh and it would all feel a bit cheesy. So I decided to write like an instrumental instead, uh, which kind of expressed how I felt. And, you know, I like music. I like writing music. I like recording music. And uh, yeah, I wrote this song, uh, this instrumental right back at the beginning. I loved it. Um, and I just really wanted to include it on this album. I think it's a lovely way to end this album. And the whole premise of this final song is that is that part of my life that's gone now. It's time to move on. And uh, yeah, so that is why I wrote this song. So I really hope you enjoy it. There's nothing to play here because I really want to save this until the album comes out. Um, for you guys to hear it now some people might like instrumentals some people might not like, not like instrumentals uh, I made it a bit dancing a bit fun but uh, to me it's it's an absolute beautiful track so that is my album I mean when I actually recorded the album and wrote the album like I said I never wanted it to be pitch perfect. I don't want it to sound heavily produced. You know, I didn't use any auto-tune on the album or anything like that. Um, it was just my vocals. And I wanted it to sound fresh and fun and, uh, yeah, just be a little bit of an experience for people to enjoy. Now, I could put it out there and you all could hate it. And that is great. That's fine because music is art and art is subjective. I got that from Drag Race. Um, but yeah, it is. It's subjective. And what I like, other people might not like. To me, this is an incredibly personal project. So it's incredibly personal to me. And I absolutely love it. And I love the weirder songs on the album. And actually, um, you know, I'm really excited because I want to start writing again for another album. Um I won't be putting it out in another three months or something. <laughs> It'll be probably out next year. But I really do want to write another album. Um, I really enjoyed the whole process of writing. And a lot of this felt like songs that I was kind of writing for Alex. And then they'll turn into my songs and things like that. So I think when I next write, I'll sit down and have a bit more of a different concept. Um, I don't really want to write a cheesy love album. Um, I probably might not even write about love anymore. I don't know what I'll write about. Maybe another experience in my life. Or maybe I just might make a fictitious um, situation up and write an album about that. Anyway, I hope you've enjoyed this little podcast thing about my album. So this album is actually going to be probably out on Monday the 14th of September. So I originally hoped for it to be out on the 9th um, of September. That's when I actually officially released it. Um, but because a lot of people are making music at the moment and COVID is going on in the world, there's a little bit of delay in the system. But this album should be out Monday or Tuesday next week. So I really can't wait for you guys to hear the full thing. And it's going to be available on every streaming platform. It'll also be available on iTunes. So if you don't have Apple Music or you don't have that, you can purchase it on iTunes. Um, but yeah. 
again, this project isn't for money, isn't for vanity. Um, well, it kind of is for vanity, uh, but I'm really, really pleased with the end result. Um, yeah, and I just hope you guys love it and I can't wait to release some more music. Anyway, enough of music talk. I have some other things to tell you about the podcast. So I've got some other interviews in the pipeline for the Afternoon Doodles podcast and I can't wait. I'll be bringing that back in the first week of October and uh, yeah, I I can't wait to get podcasting again and uh, yeah, start putting out the new series for you all. But anyway, I hope you've enjoyed this little fun extra and uh, yeah, I will speak to you all soon. (laughs) 